Now it's time for Rod and Real Radio with your hosts, Hop Along John Cassidy, fresh and saltwater expert angler Stan Vanderberg, and all-around outdoors fishing and hunting enthusiast Wendy Toshihara. If you love the outdoors, enjoy salt or freshwater fishing, this is the show for you. We'll cover most all of the fishing tournaments and events with special reports while providing you with the information you need as to how and where to experience the best fishing opportunities in Southern California, Baja, Alaska, or just about anywhere the fish are biting. Rod and Real Radio brought to you by El Cajon Ford at Broadway and Main or online at ElCajonFord.com. Whether it's time for a new or used car or truck or you need to take advantage of San Diego's best quick lane for service with genuine Ford parts, brand name tires at competitive prices, remember nobody beats El Cajon Ford. We have some fantastic guests and reports lined up for you this evening, so sit back, relax, and get ready for the fastest two hours in radio. It's all right here, right now, on Rod and Real Radio, the best stop on your radio. Radio dial for all the information you need for fishing opportunities all over the United States. Now here's your host, Hop Along, John Cassidy. Well, thank you, Mark Larson and Southern California. Welcome to another Sunday edition of Rod Real Radio. I am your host, Hop Along, John Cassidy, and it is indeed a pleasure for all of us to be with you tonight. I think this Mother's Day we put together a really informative fun, and hopefully a show that has a couple of laughs in it for you. So sit back and relax. Uh, Let me tell you who we've got on with us tonight. Starting right off at 5 o'clock, Captain Chuck Taft, owner-operator of Sea Adventure Sports Fishing. That's the Alicia, the Jig Strike, the Legend, and the Sea Adventure 2 out of H&M Landing. He's going to be with us and uh, give us an idea of what the current fishing conditions are off of our San Diego coast. And then coming up at 6 p.m., we have Captain Rob Butler. He's operator of Towboat USA San Diego. We're going to find out a little bit about Captain Rob Butler and also find out what Towboat US San Diego is all about. And then later on in the show, about 6.40 or so, the director of the 2016 Yellowtail Derby, John Campbell, he's going to come aboard with us, and he's going to update us on the standings in the Yellowtail Derby. So, Besides that, we've got our regular features with uh, Phil Friedman and Captain James Nelson. So sit back and relax. It's going to be a great two hours. But before we get anything started, let me introduce to you my co-host for Ron Real Radio. He is the voice of one 800 bass boat and a pretty darn good angler in his own right, Mr. Stan Vandenberg. Stan, howdy. How you doing, John? Happy Mother's Day to everybody listening that's the mother in the family there, and we've got a lot of lady fishermen out there I already know. Uh, I've got my Mother's Day duties done today, and I'm happy to be here, bud. Fishing well, tournament you know, on Saturday, Mother's Day on Sunday, been a busy weekend. Stan, we're going to uh, you know, find out about that, too, because when uh, John Campbell comes aboard with us at 640, he is going to inform us on who the leaders are. In the Yellowtail Derby, and I've got to tell you, there are a lot of ladies up there uh, on the tote board, so it's, it's going to be interesting. It. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. That's what I'm talking about right there. Hey, I want to tell you, too, that uh, Wendy Toshar, who is a mother herself, is not with us uh, tonight. She is enjoying the evening not only with her daughters, but also with her mother, too. So, Wendy, you have a great time. We look forward to you being with us next Sunday evening. Hey, Stan, let's get right with it. Let's introduce uh, our listening audience to our first guest. 
He, along with his brother, Captain Bobby Taft of the Top Gun 80, also out of H&M Landing, between them, they probably have more fishing experience than just about any other skippers on the water. We've invited them to come aboard with us tonight and kind of give us some insight on what's happening right now currently off of our coast. He is the owner-operator of Sea Adventure Sports Fishing, Captain Chuck Taft. Captain Chuck, thanks for being with us, sir. Hey, I'm happy to be here. Happy Mother's Day to everybody. Hey, great to you, and and also to your wife, Gina. Please wish her a great Mother's Day for us, Chuck. Hey, but, you know, everyone, you know, this past week, it's been a week of intrigue. Uh, what's been happening uh, with the fishing conditions off our coast? Even though we got to stop and realize it's it's only the first week of May. Well, it's been a really weird couple of weeks here. We had the big front that came down uh, the weekend before last, and it blew really hard and kind of screwed up everything for everybody. The weather came down, and then we had this front go through, and it was a, totally the opposite. There was absolutely no wind with this front whatsoever, and the water was probably the nicest, flattest I've seen in a long, long time. And there's scattered fish all over. Um, yesterday, we caught fish out of the 60 and up inside of it. And everything we looked at there, guys, was between 100 and 300-pound fish. I mean, <laughs> there, was, there was no little fish there. The day before, we saw fish inside of that where we caught a fish and hooked six of them, and they were only 60-pound fish, so... Only. Yesterday's fish was a 112-pound fish that we caught, and we hooked five others and had them on for 45 minutes to an hour. And as usual, the line parts and stuff, that big a fish, you can't pull hard enough, you know. And it makes it hard. And the size of the fish is just unbelievable that's out there right now. What what bound line are these guys hanging these fish on? Well, that's kind of a bad situation, too. <laughs> one yeah. guy hooked one on 20, okay? Yeah. One guy hooked one on a rent rod. Oop. And then the others were hooked on 30. Yeah, the day that's why. Uh, the day that's why. <laughs> we hooked the fish all on 40 pounds. Every fish that we hooked was on 40. But. Same old thing. We give seminars every day on the boat and tell people we'll help them out tying their fluorocarbon on and stuff. Two of the six fish we lost were the fluorocarbon. The guys didn't need help, and the fluorocarbon came untied. Oh, my. Mm. Okay? I mean, people got to understand they they can't be too proud. If they're not 100% sure on how to tie the knot and they need help, they don't have to be too proud. The crew, we always are on the PA telling everybody, we'll help you tie your knots, help you get your gear set up. You know, it's a shame to get an opportunity like that at a fish of that caliber and spend that kind of money and have your knot come untied. But, you know, sometimes it just happens that way. Well, you know, and, and you're exactly right, Chuck. I mean, we, I've been running these long-range trips for, gosh, 20 years now and, and trying to teach people, listen, listen to the crew and listen to get some knowledge that I know you don't have because this isn't something that most people do. The long range guys, the guys that go down fishing for that 200 pound stuff, 
on a regular basis, they still learn every trip. We had guys pulling hooks out, and, and there was a problem with that. And we had guys, you know, their, their line was coming off at the knot or their spectra to mono because there's little pieces of the puzzle that make a huge difference when you get the fishable lifetime on, and you better have the right connections and the right stuff before you go in. So I'm, I'm behind you 100% on that. We learn and try to teach people every trip. So that's good stuff. You know, Captain right, Chuck, is it true that uh, when you, uh, you know, get the fish buttoned on and you keep those fish buttoned on that the, the fish will stay on, but, you, you know, the reason why the, the skipper or the deckhands will, uh, you know, get a little perturbed is not because of the fact that it necessarily affects the dock total count, but when that fish gets unbuttoned and takes off, if there are any other fish in the area, there's a good chance that those fish take off too? Oh, it's it's a proven fact that you keep fish hanging and stuff that you have other fish that swim around to see what's going on and stuff. I know over on the East Coast and stuff, when those guys fish Dorado and stuff, they'll catch one fish and leave it on the line, let it just swim around and around the boat to attract other fish to the boat. You'll notice uh, when you're fishing a kelp or you're in a bite, it seems like always when you have a fish hanging, you'll hang another fish, and you lose that last fish, it's usually over. I mean, a fish gets hooked, he takes off, he goes hauling ass to the bottom, other fish are going to follow him. That's all there is to it. You get fish coming up through the corner and everything boiling up in the corner, fish are going to follow those fish up to the corner and stuff. I think that it's a very true thing. You know, uh, also, Captain Taft, from what we've been hearing in the shop from the beginning of the week, there still seems to be a pretty large body of fish out there. We heard some fish being caught down uh, uh, south of the Coronado Islands and then some uh, fish being caught at the Nine. And then I believe uh, the legend, those big fish you caught, weren't you about 60 miles out? Yeah, we were. There's, there is scattered fish everywhere. I will say this, though, this uh, weekend and Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I've never seen as much bait as I've seen. There's red crabs absolutely everywhere, and now there's anchovy, spot after spot of anchovy, two inches, inch and a half long, everywhere. You get, we fished Thursday, uh, Friday. And we fished inside below the 425, the 371, down towards the 390. You could hardly go two boat lengths without either uh, picking up a spot of red crabs or a spot of chovy on the sonar and on the up and down meter. So there's so much bait around. There's nothing that's going to leave here. And anything that wants to move in here has got plenty of feed to keep it here for a while. I mean... I've not seen this much bait in a long, long time. You know, Chuck, I heard that there was that yellowtail that was down south uh, that the guys have been fishing, that 20-pound and up stuff. That I heard that moved up north also. Um, I haven't heard where or when, where that stuff has gone, but they said a mass of that fish had moved out of the areas down south. Well, that fish has been back and forth, okay? That fish was at... Uh, Colin, that, that, that fish moved up to Isoletti, and then the fish moved on to the finger, and the fish bit pretty good for like two or three days there, and then the fish moved up into the Scanso Bay, and then there was fish at North Island. But yesterday, 
the fish did not bite anywhere. It, um, there wasn't much of a bite anywhere down in this area. I do not know what happened at Clemente, but the fish they're catching at San Clemente Island are those two to three pound yellowtail over there. They don't have a lot of the big fish like we have around down here right now. Yeah, I've heard that also. In the other part that I heard it last week, that there was a a day or two, I guess before the, the kind of the storm flew in, whatever, that, that some of that bigger bluefin moved up, bigger meaning you know fifty, sixty stuff, uh, up into like off of Dana Point area for a day, and they caught them a couple miles off the bank there, and then that stuff just disappeared the next day or two. So, I mean, there's been fish. Are the guys that are going out, are they staying out west, or is everybody going south still? Uh, a lot of people are going south. Um, Friday, there was spot after spot of bluefin within two miles of North Island, okay? And the fish were just right there off the 100-fathom curve of North Island. So... Now, if I'm going to tell everybody one thing they need to do, Stan, is people need to get a passport or their passport card. Wow. I cannot emphasize enough how important it is and how limited people are to where they can fish and stuff. Because there's some of these trips where we could be fishing bluefin, and if that didn't work, run inside to go fish and yellows and stuff because there's a lot of bluefin down up on top of the finger bank. If you don't have a passport and it's inside of 12 miles, you're no way to go. So it's going to become more necessary for people to follow through and do it. I mean, it's very easy for these guys to get. It's not very expensive, but people just need to follow through and do it. It's going to take a day out of their time where they got to run down and pick it up. But it's it's got to the point where I think it's really a necessity. Well, you know, Chuck, that's a, that's something that really that's good information too. Because if if the guys are looking at a day, uh, I mean, a day and a half trip, or or even a two day trip, should I mean anybody from now through the end of July when that's a lot of that fish will move up? But should they ha- all have passports, no matter what? I would suggest anybody that's going to be involved in fishing get their passport. Now, you can get a passport card for a third of the money, okay? It's all in a passport card is good for fishing in Mexico and going to Canada. You can't go overseas and stuff to Europe and stuff with it, but it will get you to fish. And it's, I think a passport card is $60 for eight years. So, you know, it's costing you absolutely nothing to get it. It's the only thing you got to do is you got to have a copy of your birth certificate. You got to have a picture ID, and then you need a picture that you have to turn in yourself and fill out your papers and go down and do it. I mean, even on a five-day trip, Stan and stuff, it's really important for you guys to fish with you on your trips that they have it. We make a mandatory requirement. Everybody that's on my trip has brings their passports from on anything that's. Over two days, but I'm going to have to ask the guys that are on my two and a half day trips now. Really think about if you're going to do this, get it. You know, Stan. Also, uh, uh, a lot of people are thinking, man. I, you know, it's just going to take too much time to get a passport. Well, the passport uh, 
application process has been streamlined a lot where the time is not as long. If you want to pay an expedite fee, you can get it a lot quicker in two to four weeks. And then there are sites online like expeditemypassport.com that you can get it in just a few days. So there's absolutely no reason for you not to have a passport. Hey, Chuck, before we let you go, one more question. Um, uh, in light of the fish you're seeing out there, what are you recommending that the guys bring up with regards to a setup uh, uh, when they get aboard one of uh, your boats? Well, I always suggest uh, 30 and 40 pound test is always something to fish with. And I mean, if a guy has a 20 pound test or 25 that he would like to bring, we have plenty of room in the on the boats with to hold the tackle and stuff. It doesn't do any good sitting in your garage, but you need the Ask the guys when you get to the boat, what do you recommend for us to be using? Because a 20-pound test outfit, fish, 100-pound fish, I don't recommend, okay? (laughs) I mean, guys need to fish that 30. You can get away with 30, but I fish the 40, you know, as much as you can on this type of fishing and stuff. Now, there's times when you're going to have to go the lighter line and stuff, but you always want to start out a little bit heavier, and then if that doesn't work, you can always go lighter. You guys don't want to start out and get in a bite of these big fish and fish in that 20-pound test. The guy's on a fish for an hour and a half or two hours, and his odds, the longer he's on the fish, go down further and further and further. The line stretches, the line frays and stuff. The hooks wear in the fish's corner of their mouth and stuff. So as soon as there's any slack line, there's a chance for the hook to fall out and stuff. You want to be able to keep pressure on that fish and try to put the fish on the boat as fast as you possibly can for those reasons. Let me go ahead, Chuck, continue. It's just really important for people to realize when you rest, that fish is resting, and that fish is going to get his energy back a lot quicker than you are. <laughs> you know, and I'll, let me add something to that because I see it all the time. Chuck's absolutely correct. Make sure you got it. And put fresh line on. Don't go out there with last year's line on your reels. And even better, and it's really more important, especially in today's fishing, we've got so much to offer out there that you can buy that's, they will do a better job than the older stuff. And when you start talking putting 40-pound on a 100-pound fish, that fish, especially in open water, is going to go deep and long. A 100-pound fish, is a, it's got a ton of horsepower, and you've got to have one. You've got to have a rod that is built for 40-pound and wants to recoil and help bring that fish back up. Two, you'll need a drag system that'll last more than five minutes on, on a fish, so your really your reel becomes a, a, the most important tool on there. And the new two-speed reels are even more important because when you get them out there and they go deep, you need to be able to have some torque and pull that fish up. So make sure if you're going to get into the environment, don't take that stuff that's been in your garage and you know you haven't got it drags or it hasn't been tuned up or and in your fishing old line, do not do that. Highly suggest you get, you know, upgraded your tackle for this type of fishing because it looks like we're going to get a, a shot at it again. But have something with a, the larger drag systems that are available today. Use the Spectra backing that's available today so you have plenty of line capacity on those reels. And then listen to what the guys on the boat are telling you that do it every day. 
find out about the connections. You know, if you're using spectra to fluorocarbon or even fluorocarbon to mono, what you're doing, make sure your knots are correct and make sure your hooks are tied the right way. So that's my two cents. And I know because fishing with, I uh, fished with Bobby and Chuck a long time. Um, they do a great job and their crews are already re- well trained. Captain Taft, I've got a question from uh, Robert from San Bernardino that uh, messaged me. We were mentioning the connection knots just quickly. If, if the fisherman wants to practice a good connection knot at home before he gets on the boat, do you have any suggestions what type of knot? Well, I would suggest they go into your store or any tackle store because every one of you guys have little booklets and pamphlets in there that show people how to tie the knots so they can tie them. There's a lot of good knots that people can use, okay? But you don't want to shortchange yourself on tying it. Mm-hmm. I know your store has everything, and the guys will tie stuff on the reels for them, John, and stuff down there. People just need to come and do it. I mean, you guys watch, and Wendy will tell you how many times at the Iser booth where they tie knots to try to check their knots and stuff for line strength and everything else over there, how many of those knots come untied on people and stuff? I mean, it sounds really stupid, but tying a knot isn't hard to do. You just got to make sure you do it the right way, and don't be too proud to ask for help. Well, Chuck, I know we've kept you way over time. I know uh, you're planning a Mother's Day dinner, but if we want to book on one of the uh, Sea Adventure uh, sport fishing uh, boats, uh, how's the best way to find out which boat to go on and get a hold of you? You can go to Sea Adventure Sport Fishing and click on any one of the boats. And, guys, we've only got six or seven people, but we're leaving tomorrow night on the Legend on a one-day trip, and we're going to go target those big fish again. So if anybody would like to get on tomorrow night's trip, guys, give H&M Landing a call or go to H&M Landing's website or our website and book a spot. I don't know, you know, how long all these big fish are going to stay, but we had a lot of people that didn't want to jump on a bandwagon when that stuff bit really good a month ago, and they got left out. So when that stuff is around, you guys need to get on it and go fishing. Man, I'd be all over that if I could get out of here. (laughs) Just go play for a day. That would be fun. Uh, You know, Chuck, how many of your boats uh, are running the day trips or or day-and-a-half trips? Uh, We're just running the legend right now on one-day trips. Uh, I have it online through the month of May, and then in June we start our uh, day-and-a-half and 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 two-and-a-half-day trips. Uh, Bobby's got some day-and-a-half trips running, but basically right now the legend is our one-day boat running out of H&M there every night. As long as we get 10 people, that boat is running. All right, Captain, Captain Chuck Taft, thanks a lot for being with us from Sea Adventure Sports Fishing out of H&M yeah. Landing. Have a, have a great evening, Chuck, and we look forward to talking to you probably during the week. All righty, guys. Thank you very, very much. Good fishing to everybody. All, All right, right, Chuck. Thank you. Hey, Stan Vandenberg and I, uh, we've got a little overtime on this one segment. Phil Friedman, we're going to have to apologize to you. But you're listening to Ron Real Radio on AM540 or at ronrealradio.com. Stay tuned. There's still a lot more to come.
You can count on El Cajon Ford, as so many Southern Californians have for years. El Cajon Ford has the cars and trucks you can count on, like the all-new Fusion and Escape, Edge, Explorers, and more. And now, Fiestas with 38 MPG and Focus with 40 miles per gallon highway, plus C-Max Energy with up to 42 highway EPA estimates. El Cajon Ford has them now. Shop online at ElCajonFord.com. Choose from hundreds of your favorite F-Series trucks, too. El Cajon Ford knows trucks, no matter what you're hauling or towing, for a great weekend of fishing or for some fun in the desert. Now get special savings on every F-Series truck in stock, 150s, 250s, 350s, at El Cajon Ford. We have commercial trucks, too, including the all-new Transit Connect. Finally, a commercial van with great mileage, helping your business get moving again. El Cajon Ford, worth the short drive from anywhere in Southern California, Broadway and East Main and El Cajon, or online anytime, anywhere at ElCajonFord.com. Gamakatsu hooks are made from high-grade carbon steel specialty heat treater to make them light and extra strong but not brittle. The Gamakatsu sharpening process is the most modern in the world and results in a perfectly conical point that is unequaled in sharpness. Gamakatsu offers a huge variety of hooks for all types of fishing, drop shot, extra wide gap, worm hooks, finesse wide gap, and a lot more. Gamakatsu has a hook for whatever style of fishing you want to do. Don't waste your time on a cheap hook. Ask for Gamakatsu hooks at your favorite tackle store now. H&M Landing is the most diversified sport fishing company on the West Coast. Serving the angling community since 1935, H&M Landing's name recognition and reputation for customer service is the best in the business. The H&M fleet provides the widest range of trip options and boasts the coast's largest open party fleet. For ocean fishing any time of the year, H&M Landing should be your choice for nearshore and offshore fishing. H&M is San Diego's most experienced sport fishing company, offering the best in half-day, three-quarter day, full, and multi-day trips, and a complete schedule of long-range adventures. Call today, HM Landing, 619-222-1144, or visit their website at www.hmlanding.com for updated schedules and secure online booking. H&M Landing, the experienced angler's first choice in local and multi-day fishing since 1935. That's H&M Landing at 619-222-1144 or hmlanding.com. 2015 and 16, Quantum Fishing's gone and done it again for you with the brand new redesigned Smoke PT Reel Series. Everything from your spinning reels all the way to your bait casters, the PTA design has a new PTXA frame, lighter, stronger, bone crushing drag, Quantum Fishing. We are performance tuned. Check them out at Angler's Arsenal in La Mesa or anglersarsenal.com or give us a call at 619-466-8355. This segment of Ron Real Radio is brought to you by the makers of the original balloon fishing clip system, Balloon Fisher King. Now you can fish the precise bait depth desired with these easy-to-use clips and 100% biodegradable natural latex balloons. All you do is clip, inflate, bait, and fish. Look for Balloon Fisher King clips and balloons at your local tackle dealers or go to balloonfisherking.com for further information. It's a big deal, you know. I've always wanted to be on Rod and Reel Radio Line. <laughs> I won the Bassmaster Classic. I did a, a McDonald's commercial, but now I know I've made it. I fulfilled my dream. <laughs> that is just absolutely awesome. Southern California, Stan and I want to welcome you back to Ron Real Radio. Now it's time for the voice of PFO Radio with a segment we call What the Heck is Phil Thinking? Mr. Phil Friedman. Phil Friedman, howdy. 
Hey, John, Stan, it is great to hear your voices. How the heck are you? Happy Mother's Day. It's great to be heard, and I'm fine, buddy. <laughs> hey, Phil, great to have you on, too. I'm sorry we, uh, we got you on a little late, but, you know, it is almost heartbreaking with Captain Chuck Taft telling us that you're fishing all day, you're fishing on a, you know, overnight or a day and a half, you maybe get one or two good opportunities at a really world-class fish. You get it on, and your connection comes undone. It's really important that the guys pay attention to their connections. No question about it, especially with the grade of fish that's running around. I mean, you really, really, really have to pay attention to that, and, uh, I know exactly. It just it rips your heart out to hear a story like that. A trophy, tro- beyond a trophy fish loss like that is just too much. Oh, I had a young gentleman come into the store that had a 100-pounder on, and he said they must have had it on for, uh, you know, 35, 45 minutes, finally got it up to color. Uh, they brought it up once. The deckhand really didn't want to take a swing at it because he didn't think he had a, a, a good uh, shot at it, and it was gone. So, hey, Phil, though, I know you have been in uh, a lot of fun things in the past couple of weeks. Tell me, what's been happening in your world? Oh. Well, might have, might have lost him there. We lost the <laughs> All right. Hey, Jorge, I know Phil's going to try and call right on back, uh, but uh, true story, uh, uh, Stan. Uh, uh, I'm not sure. I don't think the fish was lost at the connection, but man, it is a heartbreak when you break one off like that. And your suggestion, brand new line. I, I can't believe how many people come into the shop here and they go, well, the line's been on for a couple of seasons. Do you, do you really think I need to change it? Well, you know, you're, it, it just blows my doors off. How many guys that, that not my guys, my regulars, I've trained them. But I've been on around the situation where you're on the boat there, and, and then the guy goes, "Man, I'm losing every fish." And you look at his spool, a line, and it's uh, opaque in color. And I go, "When? How long? How old is that line?" And he goes, "Oh, I don't think it's too bad. It's only been a couple of years old. It's only been a year old. It's been sitting in the garage in the heat. Monofilament, if if you've got it on there, deteriorates with heat and sunlight. And heat is is its worst enemy. And it's sitting in a dry." spot where it's hot in a garage, it's going to make it turn to, you know, red. So, All right. And, and then uh, the other part is you've got to have a rod that's matched up to the to the reel, and you, you need somebody in the tackle shop that actually knows what's going on and how to pull on a fish or how the rod's pulling them. And there's a lot of them out there uh, that have really updated to, to match the two-speed reels with the better drag systems. Uh, man, and it's really important to get the right rod. I've had guys that, you know, they they think, oh, this isn't that bad. But let's just take Guadalupe Island, where that tuna runs anywhere from 30 to 130 or 40 pounds. But you start fishing 30 and 40-pound line, and you're catching that 50 to 60, even 70 or 80 fish, that's one thing. When that fish, you, you hang fish that you really want with 40, and it's above 70 pounds, that is a whole different animal. Uh, and you're, it's the fish will run, and if you don't have a rod with the right recoil, then you're toast, uh, especially at Guadalupe, the tax man cometh. But you get out on, the, on one of those big boats where you're going to be sitting on that fish forever because you got the wrong rod, 
and some of them even say, you know, it's uh, it's 30 or 20 to 50. Well, that really, uh, 20 to 50 means it's a 30-pound rod. Right. So make sure, hopefully you're going to a tackle shop and not the big five, um, it, it, to find somebody who really knows what your tackle performance is going to be it is all important when you start getting into this bigger fish. And you got a shot at it this year. And I mean, there's a mantra I've given myself for years, and I never cheat me. So if I'm going to get something, I'm going to get the right stuff the first time. Stan, we've made our connection back with Phil. Phil, welcome back. John, good to be back with you. Hey, great. Hey, we're we're going. You know, we've... uh, We've uh, we've missed you uh, uh, here for the past week. Uh, again, uh, tell us some of the things that have been happening to you, because I know you've been involved in a surf fishing tournament and all kinds of neat stuff. You know, I'll, I'll uh, jump into that because my life's pretty boring, so I thought <laughs> I would just make a couple of observations on what I am seeing, and I could be 100% wrong, but I am definitely seeing a change in the ocean's environment now we're, we're leaning for that la nina we still have a lot of warm water around no doubt about it from last year but uh noah is about 70 percent that we'll have a la nina cold water episode next year and you're starting to see some evidence of that and 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 we're seeing that with the cooler water that's around we're also seeing some market squid show up at catalina island in fact yeah. the ultra handed some market squid off live squid off to the pursuit today and Johnny Woodrum turned that into 112 yellowtail, one of the best scores at cap for quite some time. So that's one of the benefits. You know, a lot of people think, uh-oh, we're going into a La Nina. That's a bad thing. It is just different. It's not bad. There's different things that are going to occur. And we're seeing it. You know, we see it, the Coronado Islands kind of hit and miss right now. Colinette kind of hit and miss also. We've seen some uh, decent fishing out there, but nowhere near as good as it was earlier in the winter time. San Clemente Island, good hit-and-miss type of fishing. And up in the Channel Islands, the Cobra with a big white sea bass, and they've been seeing a lot of white sea bass up there. So I do think we're going to see some changes here, and uh, it's looking uh, looking interesting, John. I think it could be, and Stan, I think it could be that kind of year where maybe you have that warm water that walks up the Baja Coast and then outside, out toward the Worm Bank and the 60 and all those areas. Maybe you have that cooler water, and maybe... We'll see a long fin, an albacore, to start to move into the picture. And, of course, during La Nina's, that is something that we probably will see. That would be great to see that return. Um, uh, Phil, man, that, that, Phil that's, a, that's an interesting report on the, uh, the squid because right now we are not able to get squid as uh, bait in, in the frozen form for our fishermen. Right. And the reports that we're getting is that there may not be any available all summer. So that's a great report. Yeah, I know, John. I mean, we were down, you know, we had the surf fishing showdown down at Big Fish Bait and Tackle over the weekend, and guys were coming in and trying to get squid, and it's, there's no squid available. And it's, I've been hearing the same thing. You may not have it. So, you know, you get La Nina, you get colder water, and you might see some really, really interesting stuff. Speaking of the surf fishing showdown, man, I have to send all my thanks out to all the great folks that, showed up. I don't have my list in front of me, so I don't have the last names of some of the folks, but Robert took it with 60 inches. We added up the inches of the fish that were um, of target fish, and he made a decision. In fact, he told me later on, he said, you know, I looked at that, the rules that you had, and so you take the fish that you catch, you take a photo, and you add up the inches, and he said, you know, if I fish and catch a legal halibut, I'm probably not going to win this thing. I'm going to walk down the 
the cliffs and fish near the rocks and catch calico bass. And he ended up with four nice calicos totaling 60-some inches and had the most inches by far. It was slow for the most part, not a whole lot of fish taken, but a ton of great prizes for everybody. A trip to Laredo. We had rods from Accurate. We had all kinds of great stuff, prizes and trips from Dana Wars Sport Fishing, and it was really just a great group of people. And Deborah Felix cooked up just a wonderful lunch for everybody. So really great times at uh, Big Fish Bait and Tackle. I want to thank everybody who showed up. I'm just hoping that the surf bite gets a little bit better. In fact, I'm going to walk out front right at the end of today's report and uh, get to that. And, John, last week, I'm sorry, I thought I could get a connection to you from Rosarita Beach, but... I was down there, and with the help of SAC and Friends of Rollo, we put on a little fishing clinic down there for Dia de los Niños. Actually, it was the day after Day of the Children down there. But we had hundreds of people come through, and we taught them not tying. We showed them how to cast. Uh, we had an, ex- an exhibit on La Vaquita, a small porpoise in the Tofa, in the, in the Sea of Cortez that is uh, there's only a hundred of them less, left less than a hundred, so we were educating people about how we can make a difference in La Vaquita's life, and uh, really had a great time. Cooked up over 200 hot dogs for the folks down there in Mexico, and that was after Friday we were in Los Angeles, and we did a similar event with uh, 200 school children where we were teaching knot tying. Eddie Leland, uh, a former captain of the Enterprise here, man, that guy worked his tail off as so many volunteers did. It was really, really great. So, I apologize for not getting that signal out, but we were having a good time south of the border. My great thanks to Ken Frankie and SAC for making a difference down there in Mexico and so many people's lives, same to friends of Rollo, and so many of the people that came to made that day a reality. You know, Phil, some of us think of uh, surf fishing as being the red-haired, freckle-faced uh, kid of the, of the sports fishing world, but it is absolutely incredible never ceases to amaze me at least the number of people coming through here in the shop and they're looking to learn more about surf fishing and the gear that they use to uh you know to be successful at it it it's a great way to fish john you're so right and and it's funny there was a guy that came into the store when we were signing people up and i overheard him talking to one of the employees at big fish and he was saying he had a couple kids with him it looked like his grandkids and he was saying you know, I fish out of San Diego, and I fish for big tuna, and I like fishing yellows, and I like doing this and that. But sometimes I have just as much fun two or three hours out on the beach with my grandkids, casting and trying to find fish and trying to make the right decision and trying to decide on the right bait. And, uh, you know, I like both those types of fishing myself, and I can appreciate both. But you're so right. Surf fishing is so available. You can do it, you know, a couple of times a week. You can do it before work, after work. You can squeeze in an hour here and then, and uh, it's so much fun. You get to play captain. You get to make the decisions. You get to pick where you're going to go. You might want to make a move. You might want to change baits. You might want to throw a different lure. And sometimes that kind of thinking makes all the difference in the world. And a lot of times I'm guilty of saying, you know, I just need a break. I'm going to go out there. I'm going to throw a crocodile. I'm going to throw a lucky craft, and that's it. I'm just going out there. I'm going to look at the sunset. Now, if I catch a fish, great. But other guys like Dave Dodge, Eddie Leland, Bob Osborne, they are constantly watching, observing. It's a mystery that they try to unfold, and when they, when they figure it out and they start catching fish, it's, it's such a great feeling, and uh, it's a lot of fun. I really dig fishing the surf. There's nothing like it. Well, Phil Friedman, we have just scratched the surface on a lot of the items that I've seen uh, 
you blog on over this past uh, couple of weeks. If people want to keep in contact with you, find out what the heck you're thinking, or listen to any of your shows, tell us, how's the best way to stay in contact? John, the best way to do it is to go to Facebook. You can go to PFO on Facebook or our Spanish-speaking public can go to Aventuras al Aire Libre. Same thing on the website. You can go to pforadio.com or aventurasalarelibre.com, and you can get all the very latest, listen to the shows, and just enjoy the great sport of sport fishing. Well, Phil, again, I hope uh, you are observing a fantastic Mother's Day, and we thank you so much for taking some of your Sunday evening off, especially on this special day to be with us. John, it's always a pleasure. My very best to all the moms out there who we honor today, and my best to you, my friend, and Stan. Love you guys. You guys have a great finish to your Sunday. Thank you, buddy. You too. All right. Go catch them up. That's Phil Friedman. And, you know, Stan and I, we are celebrating Mother's Day by talking about fishing. Hey, it doesn't get any better, does it, Stan? I think it's the only way to celebrate. (laughs) Between 5 and 7 p.m. at least. Hey, and you are listening to Rod Real Radio on AM540 or at ronrealradio.com. Hey, stay tuned. There's still lots more to come. Coming up next, Captain James Nelson, the fish icon. Stan and I will be back after these messages. Angler's Arsenal is the serious angler's first choice for hand-poured plastics, McCoy line, Spro products, Gamakatsu hooks, G. Loomis fishing rods, Shimano products, Ovid reels, and just about anything you hear advertised on Rod and Reel Radio. Go to anglersarsenal.com and visit our online tackle store. See the huge selection of Western Plastics hand-poured baits, all at anglersarsenal.com. Angler's Arsenal tackle store is conveniently located in La Mesa, just off Interstate 8. Give us a call at 1-800-428-8730. If you're serious about your fishing, choosing the right tackle is one of the most important decisions you'll ever make. Iserline makes premium fishing lines including monofilament, Dacron, Spectra, fluorocarbon, battle-tested harnesses, and top angler-tested Iserline tools and accessories. Iserline premium fishing products are created to provide you with the ultimate in strength, dependability, durability, high abrasion resistance, low stretch, and high quality. All Iserline products are 100% guaranteed against manufacturing defects. You just can't buy better value. Iserline will replace or repair at their option. No questions asked if you're not pleased with any of their product. Catch what you've been missing. Quality guaranteed. Every serious angler knows that a quality hook is an important part of their arsenal. Gamakatsu hooks are made from high-grade carbon steel, specially heat-treated to make them light and extra strong, but not brittle. Gamakatsu ring hooks are made with a one-piece ring, no welds, no weak spots, a very smooth-moving ring. Gamakatsu offers a huge variety of hooks for all types of fishing. Live bait hooks, both light and heavy-duty, to four extra strong. Circle hooks, tuna hooks, ring hooks, tuna doubles, and many more. Don't waste your next fishing trip on a cheap hook. Get Gamakatsu hooks at your favorite tackle store now. My Angler H2O. I will scent my lure with pride. And hope my boss doesn't notice the tan. I will outmaneuver drought-exposed sunken boats and outlast the hard-fighting largemouth bass. I will save water at home for better fishing out here. And always, always wear my life jacket. What's your H2O? Tell us at BoatCalifornia.com. The California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways reminds you to wear it, California. This portion of Rod and Reel Radio is brought to you by the Rockley's Fish Release System. Now you can quickly and easily release fish suffering from barotrauma back to the depths they were caught. Look or ask for the Rockley's at your local fishing tackle dealer. 
Hey, Stan Vandenberg and I, we want to welcome you back to Ron Real Radio. You know, we know it's impossible a lot of times for you to listen to all two hours of Ron Real Radio. you got something to do like tonight. Maybe you're taking Mom out to dinner, but you know there's going to be a great segment on, or you know that you've missed the first part of the show or whatever it is. Well, Ron Real Radio is now available as a podcast that you can subscribe to on iTunes, Stitchers, or your favorite podcasting app. You just search for Ron Real Radio and subscribe. You get notifications as soon as new episodes are available, or you can download past shows and listen anytime you want. So never miss any time at all at Ron Real Radio. And if you don't want to do that, just go to ronrealradio.com, hit the archive button, and away you go. Hey, well, now it's time for the Southern California Inshore Report with a fish icon himself, Captain James Nelson. Captain James, how you doing, sir? Well, I'm doing great, John. How about yourself? Hey, we are doing fantastic on this Mother's Day. And, Captain James, I hope you are able to celebrate accordingly yourself. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'd say so. Hey, tell us, you know, a lot of strange weather went through this week. We had uh, fronts going through. Uh, Captain Chuck Taft told us at the beginning of the hour, even though it seemed like, uh, you know, there was a front coming through, there really wasn't a lot of wind and a lot of swell with it. How was the fishing for you this past week? Well, we didn't get a lot of swell in the bay, and that's how we like it, John. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> it was really nice. You know, we had a real nice uh, couple days in the bay. It was just for, what can you say? I mean, we got wet, but other than that, it was pretty sweet. You know, you know and... Captain James, a lot of times, uh, you know, I hear about people going out with you, and especially when you've got uh, uh, granddad wanting to take out the grandkids or mom and dad wanting to take the kids out. They want to go after sea monsters. What the heck are they referring to when they say sea monsters? Oh, our, our, our monsters of the bay there. Yeah, we got them. We've got those uh, sharks of various colors and shapes and sizes and rays the big bat ray the tarfish this week they were all having fun wow and you know uh, a lot of people think you know i gotta go out fishing and i've gotta i gotta catch quote unquote you know a decent fish like a bass or sculpin or a halibut and there's a lot of people that they are really missing a lot of great fishing when it comes to some of these other varieties of fish that are available uh, you know, sometimes no more than a couple hundred yards from the launch ramp. Yeah, exactly, John. You know, uh, you come to San Diego from wherever, and you think that you got to go out in the middle of the ocean to catch big fish. And uh, there's even folks who live here who still think that. You know, and it's fine. If you got a particular species that you like to grill up, I mean, you know, have at it. Go, go chase around tuna, yellowtail, or, or whatever, but... If it's just a matter of catching a fish that's going to pull your line, you're, you're not really looking for any particular flavor, you're going to catch a release anyway. You know, these, these bay sharks and rays, John, they're, nothing pulls harder. I mean, they really do pull, pull hard. I, I think I made a post the other day of one of the uh, bat rays that we had on there, and uh, one of my Facebook friends asked me, he said, you know, did you have to chase it around? And, yeah, we did. I mean, we had... Anchor up, trolling motor down, the big motor on, and we we're pulling, trying to get line back on the reel. They'll spool you if you're not <laughs> careful. So, yeah, you got to chase them down like marlin. That's why guys call them. They, they call those big bat rays Love marlin just for that reason. Yeah. You know, at Stan and uh, Jim, I can't tell you uh, 
how many times we have guys come into the shore and they are buying tackle specific so they can go after some of these sharks and these bat rays that are out there. And and I had one fellow come into the um, uh, the shop. He was uh, using a, a, a pen 50, and he says, you know, you got to check the drag on this thing. He says, that I had a fish on that smoked me, and I didn't think it was any more than the 40 or 50 pounds. And I'm going, 40 or 50 pounds? What are you after? And he goes, man, there are some animals out there that are 80 to 90 pounds, and those those are the guys I want to get. Yeah, you know, that's, that's it. I mean, there, there's there's one we call old Charlie. We still haven't seen him. Yeah. <laughs> and he's fooled us the other day, John. We could not get the We could not get the boat to him, you know, go in the right direction fast enough. And uh, we just had to grab the spool in the harbor knot and hope that it broke near the leader, and it did. So that was nice. So we at least got our line back. But if we didn't, he would have popped that arbor knot, and we would have had the whole spool of line swimming around the bay. And that's wow. <laughs> you know, Stan, with Captain Taft, we were talking about some of these uh, incredible fish that are off our uh, uh, our shoreline, and uh, sometimes you can't see the forest from the trees when right there in San Diego Bay, almost within casting distance of the shoreline, and sometimes within casting distance of the shoreline, you've got fish that you can't turn around out there. Oh, absolutely. You know, if we weren't fishing on a boat, John, we'd have a lot heavier gear. And as it is, we're fishing pretty heavy stuff on purpose for these guys, but sometimes we catch them on the little 8- and 10-pound grub rods. But, uh, you know, when we're intentionally throwing a hunk of meat out there, I've got 65-pound braid and 40-pound leader, and these fish are still rocking us like you wouldn't believe. So it, it's funny, you know, to think about it. You're not going to fish from shore with 10- and 15-pound tests for these beasts. I mean, you... I, and I know guys that are throwing 80 to 100 pound test line out there, and even still, they've got fish they can't turn around when they're fishing on the shore. Wow! You know, we we were talking uh, with uh, Phil Friedman, and he was uh, giving us a report that there are some uh, squid showing off of Catalina Island right now, and and right now you can not get squid as as bait. It's just not available and. We've heard from some of our sources it may not be available all summer. So, And I know squid is one of the favorite baits of a lot of these uh, big fish. Uh, what do you recommend as a, an alternative, Jim? Well, you know, squid is great. Uh, any meat, really, uh, you know, as far as, uh, you know, natural fish-type meats is what I mean. Uh, we've, on occasion, have thrown uh, big shrimp, and I'm talking, you know, U-20, U-20 the U-40 type trip, just really big ones. Uh, that will work sometimes, uh, but mackerel, sardines, uh, any of those things that you could just chunk up into, you know, nice big healthy chunks for these fish and maybe put a little chum in the water with the pieces that don't fit on the hook. And so just that's that's what I like to go with mostly is, is sardines because I've got leftovers from when we go out to the kelp beds. So I've got a lot of leftover sardines. I don't feed them to the pelicans. I bag them up at the end of the day. <laughs> you know, Jim, the, these fish are bottom feeders fish, and like a lot of other bottom feeder fish, they they seem to have smaller mouths than some of the other fish. So do you have to take a big chunk of meat but still use a, a smaller hook? Or, or what are you recommending with regards to uh, uh, the way to hook up a piece of meat or, for that matter, a piece of shrimp, and what size hook is uh, good to use? Well, I'm using anywhere from a uh, 6 to 8-aught hook. 
And I think, John, you you know better than anybody that there's not a lot of those to be found in town. I'm usually using the big octopus type. It's not a, it's not a circle hook, and it's but it's uh, somewhere as far as shape-wise, almost a kale shape, much like a uh, drop shot hook is. But it's just a big octopus hook, and um, when we can get the eight aughts, we use them, but a lot of times using six or seven aughts, and I'm using a good-sized chunk. I mean, either a full mackerel head or a sardine, uh, sometimes a full sardine, but I usually like to cut it anyway so that the juices come out a little bit and help attract the fish more. But that that's, you know, my preference. Again, I've used squid, used shrimp. Uh, these fish, they're natural stuff that they eat are clams, crabs, and shrimp. So anything that, that smells like a shellfish is really going to get their attention. But, right. uh, you know, but it, they Jim, don't mind you know, we, up we, the dead sardine head. <laughs> we, we have a lot of tidal action in our bays, obviously. And uh, uh, does drifting with the tide and, and drifting a uh, 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 big piece of bait behind you uh, or in front of you or wherever it is, uh, how do you handle the uh, the tide, and is uh, drifting uh, a help, or is it a, uh, does it uh, work against you? Well, you're not supposed to hard anchor in most parts of San Diego Bay, and definitely not the channel. So if the fish are deep, you've almost got no choice but to drift unless you've got a, um, a trolling motor like I do that has the anchor function, which basically means the motor is still on. So technically... I am not encumbering anybody in the, by being out in the bay with that on. If a boat comes by or is coming near, I, I can get out of the way in time. But uh, And that's why they don't want you anchoring in and around the channel. Sure. So it, um, And as far as anchoring further down in the bay, when you're not in any part of the channel, say mid-bay, uh, you've got a lot of black mud, and that's just no fun to deal with. So if you could avoid a rope anchor at all costs, the better off you are. Uh, and then, of course, that also means that you're freed up to go chasing after the fish if you should take a big, long run. So what I do is if I'm not using my trolling motor and I'm just and drifting and maybe the current's going pretty good and or the wind's going really well and it's hard to, to sit in a spot for too long, throw that uh, drift chute out or a drift sock and just go with that. And then that, that will at least slow you down, if not even hold you, depending on what the tide and the current are doing. All right, that's a, a good uh, tip because uh, a lot of people don't throw, uh, you know, drift shoots are kind of, I don't know, old school type of technology, but they still work. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And you can get them in all different shapes and sizes uh, when you're actually getting, like, say, a professionally made drift shoot that's made just for that. Or if you want to go to, like, a uh, old army supply warehouse and get an old parachute and make one yourself you know that's another way that i know a lot of guys have done that so it just depends on your motivation I me mean, i kind of like just get something out of the bag and throwing it on there <laughs> <laughs> well captain james Nelson, we're getting closer and closer to just seeing a lot more better weather than we've been seeing the past uh, few weeks here and kids getting out of school uh if we want to book with the fish icon and book a trip for in the bay or our immediate uh, offshore areas, how's the best way to get a hold of you? Well, you can always reach me at the website. It's uh, you know thefishicon.com or you know just go fishingguidesandiego.com. Either way, you'll find me there. Or my favorite, just give me a phone call six one nine three nine five 
800-242-0799. You know, Jim, i got to get my reservation in, too, because I am entered in the International Yelltail Derby, and I need to go out there and catch a winning fish, and you're the guy to go out there and, and get it with. And uh, always appreciate it when I get a chance to get out on the water with you. And I can't tell you how many compliments we hear from people that have been out with you and want to go out again. And it probably shows because a great percentage of the fishermen that go out with you are return customers. You know, it's it's very flattering. You know, I never thought that that would be the case, especially for folks that don't live, you know, anywhere within a short day's drive from here. But it's amazing how many folks are, you know, come back from Illinois or Colorado or wherever. And, and it's it's very flattering. And it's very flattering, too, John, when I've got guys like yourself, you know, telling people, this is the guy to call, and then you come out, and hopefully this year I'll get in that derby with you so that if I get the big white sea bass like I did last year, I'll have a chance at the prize. Right, well, right. Too, too bad they didn't extend that up to the Channel Islands because the sea bass have been going, and they're big. I know. <laughs> you know, also we'll have John Campbell on, the director of the Yelltail Derby on later on in the show, but it is not too late to enter. You can enter up until the last day is a matter of fact, one of the uh, guys that won in a category entered two days before the last day and uh, uh, was able to get a great prize. Captain James Nelson, thanks a lot for being with us, and have a great Mother's Day, and we look forward to talking to you again next week on Rod and Real Radio. Always a pleasure, guys. You betcha. Always a pleasure. Uh, thanks again for having me, and uh, I guess uh, next week we'll talk to our, our mother who didn't show up, huh, Wendy? <laughs> she, she's suffering in, in another place right now. Yes, I know. Yeah. You never know where Wendy's going to be, but one thing I can tell you, it's a fun place. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> hey, ladies and gentlemen, that's it for the first hour of Raw and Real Radio. We appreciate you listening to us. Hey, coming up in the second hour, we have the operator of Towboat USA, Captain Rob Butler. He's going to tell us all about what Towboat US San Diego is. If you're not familiar with it, we're going to find out a little bit more about Captain Rob. And then later on, John Campbell, director of the 2016 Yellowtail Derby, he's going to be with us too. So stay tuned, Stan, and I will be back with a lot more Rod and Reel Radio after these messages. You can count on El Cajon Ford, as so many Southern Californians have for years. El Cajon Ford has the cars and trucks you can count on, like the all-new Fusion and Escape, Edge, Explorers, and more. And now, Fiestas with 38 MPG and Focus with 40 miles per gallon highway, plus C-Max Energy with up to 42 highway EPA estimates. El Cajon Ford has them now. Shop online at ElCajonFord.com. Choose from hundreds of your favorite F-Series trucks, too. El Cajon Ford knows trucks, no matter what you're hauling or towing, for a great weekend of fishing or for some fun in the desert. Now get special savings on every F-Series truck in stock, 150s, 250s, 350s, at El Cajon Ford. We have commercial trucks, too, including the all-new Transit Connect, finally a commercial van with great mileage, helping your business get moving again. El Cajon Ford, worth the short drive from anywhere in Southern California, Broadway and East Main and El Cajon, or online anytime, anywhere at ElCajonFord.com. 
H&M Landing is the most diversified sport fishing company on the West Coast. Serving the angling community since 1935, H&M Landing's name recognition and reputation for customer service is the best in the business. The H&M fleet provides the widest range of trip options and boasts the coast's largest open party fleet. For ocean fishing any time of the year, H&M Landing should be your choice for nearshore and offshore fishing. H&M is San Diego's most experienced sport fishing company, offering the best in half-day, three-quarter day, full, and multi-day trips, and a complete schedule of long-range adventures. Call today, H&M Landing, 619-222-1144, or visit their website at www.hmlanding.com for updated schedules and secure online booking. H&M Landing, the experienced angler's first choice in local and multi-day fishing since 1935. That's H&M Landing at 619-222-1144 or hmlanding.com. My Angler H2O. I will never use that fakey fluorescent pink bait or drag my hula popper through the mud. I will outmaneuver drought-exposed stumps, rocks, and submerged station wagons and outsmart the ravenous river otter. I will save water by taking shorter showers for higher lakes, and I will always, always wear my life jacket. What's your H2O? Tell us at BoatCalifornia.com. The California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways reminds you to wear it, California. Quantum Fishing's got something for everybody. From the smallest angler to the oldest veteran, we can get you out there fishing with the greatest reels on the market today. From the all-new for 2016 Icon PT to the Tour Mag to the brand-new redesigned Smoke Reel, we've got something for everyone in your family. Have some fun. Take a kid fishing. They're the future of our sport. Quantum, we are performance-tuned. You can get your Quantum products at anglersarsenal.com or anglersarsenal in the Mesa at 619-466-8355. Hi, this is BSS record holder Dean Rojas. El Cajon Ford helped me when I got started in my career and let them help you with a new F-Series Ford truck. And remember, nobody beats El Cajon Ford. In Southern California, welcome back to the second hour of Ron Real Radio. Stan Vandenberg is with me tonight. Wendy Toshahar, she's out there experiencing Mother's Day, not only with her daughter, but her mother. And, you know, what Stan was referring to, Wendy is sending us pictures of some of the most delicious food that she's enjoying and i am hungry stan i don't know what i can tell you <laughs> well you know she she knows how to suffer that's all i can tell you <laughs> I know. hey we've got a next stan we got our next guest aboard he is the uh operator of towboat us san diego captain rob butler now that's a name that uh, you said hey it sounds familiar and it doesn't sound familiar so we have Captain Rob uh, coming aboard with us. Tell us a little bit about himself and what uh, Towboat U.S. San Diego is all about. Captain Rob, welcome to Rod and Reel Radio. Hi, how you doing? It is going great on this Mother's Day. Thanks a lot for being with us. You know, I have been trying to get you on for several times here in the past couple of months to be with us. And it seems like with the business that you're in, you're always doing something else and you're away from the telephone. Well, it seems like uh, every time I think I get slow or the company gets slow, something else pops up, and uh, we're always trying to move and trying to keep up with it. So uh, springtime is all about getting boats ready for summer. Summertime is all about keeping the boats running, and wintertime is all about getting the boats ready for next spring. Oh, Hey, well, Rob, let's talk a little bit about Captain uh, Rob Butler himself. Uh, you know, uh, what is your background that uh, uh, that you experienced and before you came aboard and you, you wanted to, to, to handle the operation of 
Towboat USA, U.S. San Diego uh, uh, here in our part of the world? Uh, let's see. Uh, in 1989, 1988, 1989, I, was, uh, I had a six-pack charter boat. I was uh, one of the first four legal American charter boats down in Mexico. And while I was down there on my boat, uh, family boat, my, the guy that was right next to me on the mooring balls, uh, started, uh, vessel assist San Diego. And we became good friends. And, uh, a year later I decided I wanted to do that and moved up to Tacoma, Washington and started the vessel assist name in Tacoma, Seattle and Puget Sound. So uh, I did that for 10 years and then moved down here to San Diego and uh, started doing the, took over the uh, Vessel Assist San Diego operation uh, from uh, uh, the owner and pretty much uh, been doing it ever since, pretty much been doing it since I can remember. Uh, well, Rob, you know, not only have you uh, been assisting fishermen, needless to say, when they uh, have their boat problems, but... Uh, also, you are an avid sports fisherman yourself, and I understand you've also done some commercial fishing. Uh, yes, uh, mostly uh, mostly sport fishing and charter fishing, um, but pretty much if there's something to do out there uh, on the water, I, I've tried to get my hands in it somehow, but uh, I enjoy towing boats and, uh, and being in this, this sector of the uh, of the industry. It's just it's a little more gratifying for me, and I'm, I'm home a lot more with... Uh, with friends and family and stuff. So didn't really like being out multiple days and not being around family and stuff growing up. So kind of like being home every night. Well, without going into a, a lot of gory details, uh, uh, tell us uh, about how Towboat U.S. San Diego came about. Well, uh, Boat U.S., um, Boat America Corporation, has been around since the, since the late 60s. It's the original advocacy group for Boaters. Uh, it was founded by a gentleman called Richard, named Richard Schwartz, um, and in the early stages of Boat US, uh, we were actually Vessel Assist. Um, Vessel Assist was a was a West Coast version, or the West Coast company for towing and and, and salvage on uh, for for pretty much the industry. Towboat US and uh, Boat US were an East Coast version. In 2004, Boat America Corporation bought Vessel Assist, and we pretty much merged with them. They they took over everything, and but we kept the Vessel Assist name. In 2008, Berkshire Hathaway purchased Boat America Corporation, and again we kept the names, the co-branded names, going Vessel Assist on the West Coast. Uh, Tobo U.S. on the East Coast, and then just this year, we've decided to do away with the co-branding to become one cohesive name. Uh, you know, it's easier to market, and, and you know, it's more powerful uh, to have a single name going as opposed to two names. So uh, we became Tobo U.S. this year, but we've been technically Boat U.S. since 2004 from Vessel Assist. All right, so so people that have uh, memberships with uh you know the old uh, company name they've they're not going to skip a beat right now if they still have uh, memberships in good standing with uh towboat us san diego 
Yeah, technically, the membership you, you hold is a Boat U.S. membership. It's a blue and white card, and that Boat U.S. membership provides for tow- – there's towing in the provision in there depending on what kind of membership you get. And the towing is provided for up until – or before the beginning of this year. If you were on the West Coast, the, the towing was provided by Vessel Assist. If you were on the East Coast, it was provided by Towboat U.S. That same Boat U.S. membership is the same exact – membership you had at the beginning of the year, but instead of having the vessel assist as a provider, it's Tobot U.S. provides it on both coasts. You know, Captain Rob, you, you said you were with vessel assist up in the Pacific Northwest, and then you come back down to San Diego. Uh, conducting uh, a Towboat U.S. in San Diego waters here has to be like a, a day on the pond compared to the Pacific Northwest, is it not? Well, I was actually in the in the Puget Sound, um, okay. and uh, which is protected waters. Technically, I was about 180 miles from the ocean. That doesn't mean it wasn't nasty out there. But uh, being born, you know, being being raised in Southern California, um, I enjoyed the Pacific Northwest. But but my love has always been San Diego, and, and basically, I waited for the right opportunity to move back down here. Uh, the winters are a lot slower there. You don't do as much uh, much on the water activities uh, up there. So, and I'm a being a water based person. I I needed to do something year round on the water. So that's why I came back down here. Well, uh, for people that have been living in a cave or under a rock for the past few years, tell us a little bit about the service that Towboat U.S. San Diego provides uh, members of the organization. Well, it's actually pretty simple. We have uh, we have two levels of, of towing services. The first part of the membership, which is your Boat U.S. membership, is a $24 membership. That's your, that's your basic membership. What the $24 gives you is the Boat U.S., Boat America Corporation's uh, um, power in, uh, trying to think of the right word here real quick, in the power of uh, going into government and changing rules to protect private boaters uh, from governmental rules and, and regulations. Uh, one one of the most notable is uh, Boat U.S., and I, I have to go back to some, some of the younger boaters may not be aware of it, but uh, back when the ABC stickers were brought out for taxing boats uh, with your CF number, you used to have to put an A, a B, or a C, uh, Boat U.S. Uh, was a major player in having that repealed uh, because it uh, because it wasn't fair to the public voter. The other thing that they repealed single-handedly was the FCC radio licensing fee that the FCC tried to uh, bring upon our, our our boaters, where you actually had to pay to have an FCC license to use a VHF radio on the boat. Um, right now, they're fighting the ethanol, the E85 ethanol fight, which is which is a tough battle in today's day um, because it's a proven fact that the E85 is is not good for older style uh, marine engines. So that twenty four dollars of the membership is your basic membership, and it gives you fifty dollars of towing, which that's just part of that membership deal. Where we come into play is the high option towing. And we have two different products. We have a captain's. Uh, we have an unlimited card, which is one hundred and forty-nine dollars a year, and that provides you unlimited towing, fuel deliveries, jump starts, and parts deliveries anywhere you take a boat in Southern California, up to forty miles offshore. And uh, then we have our gold card, which is our is which is our upper limit card, 
and that is $169 per year, and that covers you with the same coverages that covers you to 100 miles offshore. Wow. And I am a real supporter. of My business is the insurance business, and I we do tons of boats, both yachts and, well, anything, uh, six-pack charter boats and, and uh, trailer boat boats alike. And one of the mandatory requirements, I tell the guys, if you're using your boat in the ocean, this is the first call you make because it's like Auto Club. If you don't, you might think you have towing, but when you need it, you're going to need it. And and you're not someplace close. A lot of times you're all alone in, in a location, and unless you have somebody that will come and get you, you're stuck. And I think this is one of the most important parts of the, your arsenal. If you own a boat and you're going to be on the ocean, you have to have this. Well, we have a, we have a, a running joke between our towboat captains that, uh, you know, these people call and they're running, they run out of fuel a couple miles offshore and, and they're not one of our members, and, and, and we charge them for the service. And we never say this to the customer because we're, we, we always try and wear a white hat, but we always think to ourselves, it's not like you can really get out of your boat and walk to a gas station. <laughs> um, you really have to think when you're out on the water. And, and, and it, 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 it's maybe half-heartedly funny as it, it really is, there's so much truth because uh, just this Friday we had a, uh, a, a person that ran out of fuel off Point Loma, and they couldn't get their head wrapped around the fact that they were actually in a little bit of trouble right there. It wasn't oh, no just kidding. kind of it was kind of nasty out. They were they were in heavy kelp. Um, the the currents were pushing them in towards Cabrillo Point. Um, they had everything going against them, and it took them a couple minutes to understand that you know, aside from being a member or not being a member. The first thing you need to do is get yourself home safely, and uh, of course they want to know can they sign up, and then us come tell them for free. And we do say have a saying, and we tell everybody you know that would be like getting life insurance the day after you die, or getting car insurance the day after you drive the car into a ditch. You just can't do that. I mean, it's just not how a system would work. And usually they they understand that, but but very very often it's easy to sign a person up after handing them a bill for. Two hundred or four hundred or a thousand dollars for a non-member tow, and then they sign up for the service as opposed to trying to talk them into signing up for the service, and then them saying, "Well, I've got two engines, I don't need it," or "My boat's brand new, I don't need it," or "I have a sailboat and I don't need it." It's amazing <laughs> how many times that that comes back to play on them because we usually end up towing them in eventually. Hey, we are speaking with Captain Rob Butler. He's operator of Towboat US. San Diego. Captain Rob, we got to take a break right now. Is there any way we can talk to you on staying with us uh, for a little bit longer? Sure. Hey, appreciate that. Ladies and gentlemen, Stan Vandenberg and I, hey, we are on AM540, or you can listen to us live at Rod and Reel Radio, or just download us as your favorite podcast. Stay tuned. There's still a lot more Rod and Reel Radio to come after these messages.
Gabakatsu hooks are made from high-grade carbon steel specially heat treated to make them light and extra strong but not brittle. The Gabakatsu sharpening process is the most modern in the world and results in a perfectly conical point that is unequaled in sharpness. Gabakatsu offers a huge variety of hooks for all types of fishing, drop shot, extra wide gap, worm hooks, finesse wide gap, and a lot more. Gamakatsu has a hook for whatever style of fishing you want to do. Don't waste your time on a cheap hook. Ask for Gamakatsu hooks at your favorite tackle store now. H&M Landing is the most diversified sport fishing company on the West Coast. Serving the angling community since 1935, H&M Landing's name recognition and reputation for customer service is the best in the business. The H&M fleet provides the widest range of trip options and boasts the coast's largest open party fleet. For ocean fishing any time of the year, H&M Landing should be your choice for nearshore and offshore fishing. H&M is San Diego's most experienced sport fishing company, offering the best in half-day, three-quarter day, full, and multi-day trips, and a complete schedule of long-range adventures. Call today, HM or visit their website at www.hmlanding.com for updated schedules and secure online booking. H&M Landing, the experienced angler's first choice in local and multi-day fishing since 1935. That's H&M Landing at 619-222-1144 or hmlanding.com. Hey everybody, this is a message for our listeners from a new Baja Magic Lodge at Cedros Island. Cedros Outdoor Adventures wants to make your dream of fish at Cedros Island a reality. Want to go after giant calicos or yellowtail with the best Cedros Island fishing organization, but you just don't know who to contact? Then give Cedros Outdoor Adventures a call at 619-793-5419, or even better yet, log on to their informative website at cedrosoutdooradventures.com. There you can visit their trip calendar and schedule a trip that's convenient for you. Once again, the phone number is 619-793-5419 or their website of cedrosoutdooradventures.com. Captain Chris Randall from Chief Sports Fishing. And Captain Chris, tell us about what's happening on the Chief now that the tuna season is upon us. It's here and it's time to go on the Chief. For those of you who are not familiar with the vessel, she's an 85 by 24 deluxe sport fisher that offers a wide variety of open party trips ranging from one to five days in length. We're also available for private group charters. The Chief's onboard anemones include a fully remodeled galley with comfortable seating for 25, twin flat screen TVs with hundreds of movies, two roomy indoor heads with fresh hot water showers, stateroom and open berthing areas, an impressively large deck area, 200 scoop bait capacity, we have twin six ton spray brine fish holds to keep your catch fresh, and our professional courteous crew will go the extra mile to make your trip a memorable one. To view our schedule, log on to H&M Landing at www.hmlanding.com or feel free to give them a call at 619-222-1144. You can also follow us on Facebook. Facebook and at our webpage at chiefsportfishing.com. Hi, my name is Dennis Green, and I always love to talk about fishing. When I want the real information, I go to Rod and Real Radio. Those guys are who I thought they were. Hey, Stan and I want to welcome you back to Rod and Real Radio. Wendy is dining her way through Mother's Day with her daughter and her uh, her own mother. And, Wendy, we hope you're having a great Mother's Day, as are all of you that are out there remembering your mother today. Hey, we have Captain Rob Lutler with us. He is operator of Towboat U.S. San Diego. We're, we're talking a little bit about Towboat U.S. and uh, some of the services they uh, offer Captain Rob, I guess one of the questions you must get asked a lot, you get fishermen that come in, 
and the, or even even pleasure craft, and they go, you know, I go south of the border. We fish the Coronado Islands. You know, the uh, the the way the tuna run has been this year, we we will go into Mexican waters, or we go through Mexican waters, or you know, we go out to some of the outer banks. Tell me a little bit about the scope of the service that you offer through uh, Towboat US San Diego. The uh our scope of service is pretty simple. If you were to take a dot or a point off of Point Loma and draw a circle uh, 100 nautical miles south around to 100 nautical miles north of San Diego, uh, if you were in that circle, our towboat U.S. vessels can leave with a gold card and pick you up and tow you back to your port of choice anywhere back inside that circle. And wow. uh, now if you, co- if you compound that into our services, uh, we have vessels, that, there's other companies, we have vessels in San Diego, Dana Point, Newport Beach, Huntington Beach, Long Beach, L.A., Marina Del Rey, Santa Barbara, Oxnard, and Avalon. So imagine drawing a 100-mile circle around each of those harbors. And that's the area you're covered with your towboat U.S. membership in Southern California. So then if, let's say, I'm south of the border and for some reason I'm able to limp into Rosarita Beach or Las Salinas or one of those areas over there and I give you a call, uh, uh, but I'm not out of San Diego. I'm uh, out of uh, Dana Point. Uh, uh, do all of a sudden I'm not covered anymore? Or how does that work? You're covered. Uh, we just—that's a good example. We just—we uh, just had a sailboat that was racing the Newport Ensenada race, and after the race, they made an attempt to leave Ensenada Harbor, where they had catastrophic engine failure. We had a uh, a weather system roll in, and they were able to get help to back get back into Ensenada, into safety. As soon as the weather system cleared, uh, we sent uh, towboat U.S. Dallas Point down there, picked them up from Ensenada, towed them into customs in San Diego, cleared into customs, uh, got a couple hours sleep, refueled, and then towed them all the way up to Alameda's Bay. And the entire tow was free of charge to the member. Wow, that's uh, that's pretty neat. So yeah, we want our listeners to know, too, that this not only includes fishing boats, but it also includes uh, recreational boats, as you've mentioned here, just uh, sailboats. It includes uh, any vessel you own, borrow, or charter. So if you're a uh, if you if you if you're a member out of San Diego and you decide that you want to go back east and do one of these boat club charters, or you're in the, you're in the Caribbean and you decide to charter a boat, um, your membership covers you anywhere you take anywhere you boat. Uh, now, if there is not a particular named towboat U.S. vessel in the area, there's a dollar value to each of the memberships that is reimbursed back to you. Like, say, if you were in Cabo San Lucas and needed assistance, um, anywhere you take your vessel, uh, we cover just about every major lake in the United States also. Um, and it covers sailboats, wave runners, uh, fishing boats, uh, cruisers. Um, we have, uh, on occasion, it's a case-by-case thing, but we've uh, assisted kayaks. Uh, I mean, technically, if you break an oar, Technically, you've lost power, and we have towed kayaks, um, and to be honest, we just throw them up on our boats to take the people in, but technically it's a tow. Um, so pretty much any anything you have that floats uh, that has some sort of propulsion is covered under the membership. 
Now, this is probably a technicality, or maybe it isn't. It's awful important, though, if you get caught in it. Does the membership belong to the individual that takes it out and is applied to any boat that they're on? Or when you apply for a membership, do you have to apply the membership to a certain boat that you may own? No, the membership covers any boat you own, any boat you borrow. So technically, if uh, I let you borrow my pleasure boat, my gold card covers you while you're on my boat. Now, where there's a little bit of an issue is if I'm on your boat and you break down, my membership, you need your own membership because you're on your own boat. I just can't jump on a boat and automatically the boat be covered because as a matter of dollars and cents, it doesn't make sense. Sure. Um, but but it's any boat you own. So if I have five boats, one membership covers all five of the boats. If I'm out there fishing and my boat breaks down and I let you use one of my other boats and you run out of gas, both those, cover, both those vessels are covered at the same time. Right. So, you know, and it's interesting that you mentioned that, uh, that you uh, – also cover uh, boats that you may rent or lease. So if you belong to something, let's say, like the Freedom Boat Club, which is located here in San Diego, or you rent a boat out of Seaforth uh, or something like that and get broken down in the bay, that uh, if you are a member, uh, you are still covered if you, you have a problem. Exactly. And that's that's basically the, the whole idea is, is, you know, boaters are, it's really tough to, uh, you know, to restrict the boater to one boat, I mean, you may go up to Lake Tahoe and decide you want to rent a ski boat with your family for the day. And while you're out there, uh, you're running out of fuel. Well, it's really not the people who are renting your, it's really not their problem that you overran the boat. Um, so your membership covers you there as opposed to, and, and, and oftentimes if you do charter a vessel, um, you could be responsible for the cost of a tow. Um, should the tow result in something that was your fault? Um, like, let's say you, uh, this is another great example. We cover soft ungroundings. So basically, if you're in South San Diego Bay sailing, this happens just about every low tide. Uh, <laughs> and you just, and, and you're, you're sailing along. Well, while you're sailing along on, on a hard tack, you're, you're both leaning over. And as soon as you go to change tack and you don't realize that you're in, go from 15 feet of water to, six feet of water or three feet of water down in South Bay, now you're stuck in the mud. And our membership pays for us to go down there and remove you off the off the shoal or, or the sandbar or whatever it is, and if need be, tow you to a port of repair or back to your slip if, if that incident resulted in you being disabled. You know, the other part that, I mean, we spoke about a little bit, that the, I hear the, uh, the this all the time because we deal with a lot of trailerable boats. Now, trailerable boats are written insurance-wise on a different program than yachts or something that are on the ocean all the time, and their limits of navigation stop at the border. What I, I hear all the time is these guys will launch, and not knowing that straight out of the harbor is directly headed for Mexico, they're thinking they're going west out to Hawaii a lot of the time, and they are in a situation where they don't realize they're now in not in American water or U.S. waters, and their coverage stops, and they don't have any uh, towing coverage for pulling you back into U.S. waters. And and with all of the fish that we've had in those last couple of years here, where all these private boaters are coming down to try get on get in on the action, we've we've seen it. 
several times where guys had problems with older boats. They just get that fever and they get out there and they have problems and they had to pay fortune to get back uh, into the harbor. That's true. And, and, and the thing about that is, is just about every insurance company has some sort of towing policy that's written into, written into it. Um, but the problems with an insurance policy and I'm not an insurance broker. I don't sell insurance. I don't advocate. I don't even want to pretend to do that. But um, being in the business for over 25 years, uh, the insurance comp- the insurance policy, number one, it's a reimbursement policy. Yep. So if well, that just so happens we're towing a, uh, a non-member right now from North Coronado Island. It broke down off the Pukey Point, and he's getting towed all the way back into San Diego. So... We're charging our rates $250 an hour for non-members. We're going to pay this gentleman who is contracted with us and is fully aware of what's going on um, for us to tow him into San Diego through customs. And I don't know if anybody's been through customs, but there's a, there's a very specific law about customs. And without getting into that could be a whole other show about what's actually supposed to go on with customs versus what they allow to go on. But technically, customs is allowing fishermen, U.S. fishermen, to go into Mexican waters unabated and not having to clear customs as soon as they touch one of our boats we're a hovering uh, vessel we have to clear and he has to clear no matter what a customs wait could be two or three hours and at 250 an hour our clock doesn't stop (laughs) and this this person is going to be fully aware of it and come monday morning he's going to have to hand the bill to his insurance company and his insurance company is going to give him some part all of it I, i don't know what his coverage is and that's another problem with having a different thing, insurance thing. With Boat US, it's it's no cost out of the boat, boater's pocket. It's covered. Um, and, and the other thing is, it's not a claim on his insurance. It's actually a like AAA. It's not a, it, the claim is not held against your insurance policy. Some insurance policies, not all, actually will hold a tow versus a claim on their insurance. You're exactly correct. So then that's the biggest problem because if a trailerable boat. Because you can get your boat insured through any number of companies that are out there. But first off, you know, if a lot of times there's a, a, a line of departure where you're going to and from, how far out you are, you don't have coverage. When you get into outside of U.S. waters, coverage stops. Very few of the treaties that uh, are in insurance cover any of the trailerable boats for going into outside of U.S. waters into Mexico's waters. And then the other part is, you know, they just like you said, you've got to pay if you don't have it, no matter what. You've got to pay if you're not a member to have your boat pulled back into U.S. waters. And like you said, now in San Diego, you've got other rules and other things that come into play here with customs, and, and the dollars go up and up and up. And I've seen four, five, six thousand dollar bills come out of out of situations where people thought I was covered and I'm not, and they had to pay it on credit cards or whatever they can do uh, I, to get that taken care of and then hope that they're covered in some way, shape, or form by the insurance companies, which a lot of them don't have any coverage and the people don't know that. Thus, I am such a fan of, of this towboat program to get it. I don't care what you have for coverage and insurance as an insurance broker. I'm telling you, buy it. 
Yeah, you know, we're speaking with Captain uh, Rob Butler. He is operator of Towboat U.S. San Diego. And, Rob, this thing, if you are a boat owner going out in the ocean, whether it's the bay or offshore, it sounds like a no-brainer. But what what about, let's say, the owners that go, oh, man, you know, uh, I'm afraid that this guy might be just some jock that's sitting behind a desk and uh, I'm going to, you know, give him my money and maybe I'm giving it to him for a couple of three years or four years and all of a sudden I need the service. And who's standing behind this guy that's going to ensure that, you know, this service is going to be here for a while? Well, I, don't want to, I don't want to sound like a smart aleck, but there's this little company called Brookshire Hathaway, <laughs> a gentleman named Warren Buffett. Um, yeah, it's his company. Okay. So, yeah, it's a uh, boat. US is uh, and and I understand that you guys are uh, there's a there's another insurance entity involved in the in the conversation here. So I'm not going to get into conversations about best coverage, but uh, boat boat US and Boat America Corporation is owned by Berkshire Hathaway, which uh, a lot of people know is Geico also, and uh, so we we have teamed up with Geico and our yacht policies. Uh, are in my eyes have been doing this for a long time. I deal with the salvage side of the business, and in 25 years of salvage, uh, I actually, when I was competing against Boat US, used to tell people to buy Boat US insurance. They've got a very solid uh, boat insurance policy. But that being said, it's it, it's a it's a multi it, the, the the backing is uh, 50 years. This is our 50th year in business with Boat America Corporation. Um, and it's a Berkshire Hathaway company behind it, so it's not it's some. We're not a fly by night, um, and we the the system the way the system works. I guess I should probably be clear on how the system works. If I sign you up with a membership, I get a kick a kickback or a stiff for signing you up. Um, I then don't make a dime off of you until you break down. So my company <laughs> is based solely on service. And it, well, it I wouldn't kind be counting you. I wouldn't be counting you if I didn't know the programs that were available. <laughs> I've been in the industry and in the insurance world for all my life, forever. Okay. Let's just put it that way. I'm I'm the guy that invented bass boat insurance. Period, and and uh, I've written contracts. Actually, we we have in our office every pretty much boat insurance program you can run, uh, freshwater or saltwater, and companies from you know Boat US. We can go to them as a broker. We can go to everybody out there, progressive and and all the rest. So, and but what you're saying is, you know, I I tout what you guys are covering uh, to the people that that get insurance, whether it's through one of our companies that does cover those type of things. No matter what, you gotta kick, you gotta kick it out of pocket when you're towed in. If you're if you don't have this, it's going to cost you. And and if you don't have the right coverage. It's going to cost you a lot more. You know, Captain uh, uh, Captain uh, Rob, uh, uh, we're not going to let you go yet. We're going to have to break here in a little bit. But uh, let's just say, as a, if people want to find out more about uh, Towboat U.S. San Diego, now I know we've got a direct link on the Rod Reel Radio site to your site, but where can people go to find out more information and and to, um, uh, you know, register and and uh Get on board your program. Uh, it's very easy. Uh, the easiest way is uh, towboatussandiego.com, and there's a membership link. Click right on there, and you, it's a one-page, quick, uh, easy app. 
Um, you can go down to your local West Marine. You can sign up right at the register there. Make sure you ask for high option towing. Um, you can go on my Facebook page at Towboat US San Diego. We got uh, some really cool stuff. Uh, we just did a nice little salvage Friday. Yeah, we got a lot of. It's easier to post stuff on Facebook because it's right now as opposed to putting it on a web page. Sure. Or you could call. Uh, you could call our local number six one nine six seven two five nine one eight. Or our one eight hundred number is one eight hundred three nine one four eight six nine. And your uh, your program is from the time you buy it. It's a year from that date. You have to. You can renew it annually. It it's actually uh, you become a member as of uh, midnight the night you sign up. So if you were to sign up right now, you'd be a, a member as of midnight tonight, and then you would expire uh, the end of the month. The month you sign up, so you would actually expire uh, April thirtieth, two thousand seventeen. Oh, you get a little bonus there. Yeah. Hey, oh, I, Rob... I guess we're in. I guess we're in May. I'm sorry. We're. <laughs> I should. I should know this. I got a daughter getting married. So it would be <laughs> May thirty first, two thousand seventeen. All right. Hey, Captain Rob, we are. Uh... Uh, got to take a break right now, but I got another guest coming on that uh, I know you want to uh, talk to and probably wants to say hello to you. Can can we uh, get you to hold for just a little bit longer? Sure, not a problem. All right, hey, this is uh, Stan Vandenberg and Hop Along John Cassidy. You're listening to Rod Real Radio on AM 540 or at com. Still more to come. Stay tuned. We'll be back right after these messages. Every serious angler knows that a quality hook is an important part of their arsenal. Gamakatsu hooks are made from high-grade carbon steel, specially heat-treated to make them light and extra strong, but not brittle. Gamakatsu ring hooks are made with a one-piece ring, no welds, no weak spots, a very smooth-moving ring. Gamakatsu offers a huge variety of hooks for all types of fishing. Live bait hooks, both light and heavy-duty, to four extra strong. Circle hooks, tuna hooks, ringed hooks, tuna doubles, and many more. Don't waste your next fishing trip on a cheap hook. Get Gamakatsu hooks at your favorite tackle store now. Hey, bass fishermen, who do you call for your bass boat insurance? Well, if you're not calling me at 1-800-BASS-BOAT for your boat insurance, you're probably paying too much and may not have the coverage that you need. In 1974, I developed the bass boat program that is what all the pros use today. The reason? No depreciation or any partial claim for your hull, your big motor, your trolling motor, or your electronics until your boat's 10 years old. That's right. You only pay $250 to get your boat on the water for any partial claim, and we still pay a stated value replacement cost for your boat if you have a total loss. We're the only people in the industry that does that, and that's why we are the choice of the pros. So if you want the best, forget the rest. Just call 1-800-BASSBOAT. Call 1-800-227-7262 or just spell BASSBOAT. 1-800-BASSBOAT. I know there's too many letters, but the T is free and the call's on me. That's 1-800-BASSBOAT, the choice of the pros for bass boat insurance. For more information, log on to 1-800-BASSBOAT.com. My angler H2 Earth. Like the mighty flounder, I will keep one eye on the pole and the other watching for rogue waves. I'll save water by taking shorter showers and enthusiastically celebrate talk like a pirate day. Aye. I will chat up the locals before launching in unfamiliar waters. And I will always, always wear my life jacket. What's your H2O? Tell us at BoatCalifornia.com. The California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways reminds you to wear it, California. Hey, we do want to welcome you back to Rod and Real Radio. We have with us uh, 
uh, Captain Rob Butler. He is operator of Towboat USA San Diego. And, and Captain Rob, uh, we were going to try and surprise you with get, getting John Campbell on, uh, the director of the 2016 Yellowtail Derby. Right now he's in a spot where we can't capture him. Hopefully he's... Um, uh, you know, weighing in some fish, but uh, you have come aboard and uh, you've really uh, uh, injected a lot of excitement into the 2016 Yellowtail Derby as the uh, title sponsor. Thanks a lot for doing that. Well, first of all, uh, he's one of our members, so I'm kind of hoping he's out on a boat broke down and we're towing him in to get in the show range, but, <laughs> but he's probably not. So, uh, yes, um, I've, been, I've been supporting... Uh, the Yellowtail Derby for several years, and and we continue to do so. Uh, we've been the title sponsor for the San Diego Bay Bass Tournament for several years, and John's been a part of uh, of that ordeal. Um, so he came to me this year, and we decided to step in. Now that uh, we're we're rebranded to Towboat US, uh, we've decided to step in and try and make a little more name a little more noise as far as getting our name out, and. Uh, John and I have been working really hard uh, this year, and I believe we're up to 126 or 127 competitors, which is an all-time record. It's an all-time record year, and it's a great year to run uh, this derby. But uh, at the uh, launch party, when uh, John was uh, going through all the categories and uh, thanking the sponsors for contributing, man, you stepped up in a big way with – towboat us san diego and uh you made a great offer tell us about that well um being a fisherman and and having a group of fishermen with me uh uh john brought up the opportunity because of the local tuna count that has been populating our waters uh the opportunity of uh blue a bluefin uh bluefin category and the first time he brought it up, it was a little ho-hummish, and only a few people raised their hands, and quite honestly, I think they were just still enjoying the uh, great hors d'oeuvres and the uh, very well-mixed <laughs> drinks at the uh, at the Valley High there. And uh, he brought it up a second time, and I, I just wasn't getting that. I figured I thought these people were going to go crazy for this. So I stepped up and, and uh, basically called the fishermen out to – to to get out there and, and and go find one because I added five hundred dollars to uh, the purse, so it'll be a five hundred dollar biggest tuna category. And from what John told me yesterday, uh, when I gave him our our new shirts, which are pretty awesome by the way, um, they got a fifty eight pounds six or seven ounce already. There's three big tuna that's already been weighed in, yeah. so. Uh, it's 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 on and there's a there. It, I was ta- I was out on my boat yesterday and I was listening to a guy on seventy two that was on uh on in the tournament, and they were out there looking for a tuna because the tuna are big right now. They're not, you know the smaller tuna show up later, so uh, I think the serious I think the serious fishermen know they can catch yellowtail, but the bluefin are out there and as long as they're out there, just you know it's just it's it's an easy thing to do. You you, you find that one big toad in that school and it's an extra five hundred bucks. You know, we had uh, Captain Chuck Taft uh, on with us earlier, and uh, the legend had a tuna that they brought in uh, last night that went 110 pounds. But in the tuna division for this year's Yellowtail Derby, Harry Akuda is leading the derby with a 58-pound, 4-ounce tuna. And in talking with John yesterday, 
he was telling me, Harry, he said that was a big fish, but they, one of the fellas he was with had a 58-pound fish, and he says the skipper of the boat that he was on, he was on a private vessel, had fish that, was, that were even bigger, but luckily he wasn't entered in the derby. So right now, Harry... <laughs> You're in first place for that $500 first uh, prize at, at 58 uh, pounds, four ounce. Uh, but, you know, uh, uh, Captain Rob, I think uh, you're probably going out there and trying to, to you know, cash in on the Yellowtail Derby, too, because uh, you've been going out there fishing, haven't you? Yes, I have. I, uh, I entered myself. Uh, my daughter, who just graduated college, uh, she's getting ready to go to grad school, so we we got her involved, and then I've got my future son-in-law and his brother and we've got a team of four and together we've killed a lot of bait but we're going to get out there and get something right now you know uh, unfortunately we're just not able to make uh, contact with uh, john for the yellowtail derby uh uh and uh i've got the standings here and i'll give them to you here in a little bit but uh rob you uh uh have a special offer that you wanted to be made and that you made to uh those folks fishing in the Yelltail Derby that are not members, and then also listeners to uh, Rod and Reel Radio here. What, what what kind of goods do you have for us, sir? Um, I've got a deal right now, and uh, you've got to call the phone number, our local phone number, 619-672-5918. If you are a not a vessel assist, I'm sorry, <laughs> I've been doing that for 25 years. <laughs> if you're not a Towboat U.S. member, um a new member gets a unlimited card for $99, a gold card for $125. Now, this is for new members only, and the reason why it's so inexpensive is we pull all of our local spiffs off the price. This is basically what Boat US gives us minus our spiffs. You have, we, get, we, get, we get a commission or a spiff to, to sell these. If you're an existing member and you mention Rod and Reel Radio, uh, your membership for an unlimited renew will be $134 from $149, and your gold card will be $152 from $169. Wow, that, that's, and that, a, and, that's a deal. I'm sorry. And that holds, that holds on, and uh, I was going to do it just for the show. It being Sunday and Mother's Day, um, if you would like, we could push this up uh, for an entire week, so I can do this until next Sunday evening, until the end of your show. All right. Um, so, John, and that repeat, also repeat that phone number again, would you, so that uh, uh, people that weren't expecting it to pop up, now that they have their pencils at attention, they're scurrying around and going, hey, John, what's that phone number again? It is 619-672-5918. And the only way you could do this deal, because this is this money comes right out of our, ca- our cash flow for our company, is to use it through that number, 619-672-5918. All right, so they have to do it by phone. Uh, uh, they can't uh, do it by going uh, to your website or anything like that? No, our, our website is a direct link to the Boat America Corporation or the Boat U.S. Uh, sign-up page, and the best that they could do is the 149 and 169. It's just there's, there's 290 towers in, in, uh, towboat U.S. towers in the country. It would be too difficult for them to be able to do a deal to deal to deal. It has it is a this is a local only deal and I'm offering this only as Towboat US San Diego. If you were to call Towboat US Dana Point, um, he may or may not offer the same thing or, or honor the same thing. It has to be through my office. All right. Hey uh Jorge, uh have we been able to make contact with John yet? 
All right. Thank you. Uh, well, that sounds like a great deal. And just one thing I, I guess I'm a, a little unclear on, and I want to make sure that the listeners understand, there's two levels of membership, uh, uh, Captain Rob, and what do you get for those uh, two levels of membership? Uh, the first level is our unlimited card, and what that gets you is unlimited towing, fuel deliveries, jump starts, and parts deliveries to 40 miles offshore. I would recommend this membership to anybody who has a vessel under 23 foot and anybody who has a trailerable member, a trailerable boat. Uh, the other thing that it covers is 50% of dock-to-dock coverages. So if you were in a slip and you needed to go to a boatyard for repairs, it covers 50% of that. Our gold card covers you to 100 miles offshore, and it covers 100% of dock-to-dock towing, uh, which would be a slip from your slip to a port of repair. Uh, the unlimited card, which is our, our, our first level of membership, is set up for the trailer boat, the guy in the 18-foot whaler that's probably going to go to the 302 or maybe out to the 9-mile bank, not necessarily out to San Clemente. All right. Hey, uh, Jorge, uh, did I hear now that uh, we have uh, uh, John Campbell with us? All right. John Campbell, uh, Captain Rod, let me bring John Campbell on because uh, uh, Tobo U.S. San Diego is the title sponsor for this year's International Yellowtail Derby. And... Uh, John Campbell, we've got about a minute. Tell us what's happening with the Yellowtail Derby. Well, it's a huge success. Uh, a lot of it's due to Rob Butler and and the uh, Towboat U.S. San Diego group. Uh, they've come up with phenomenal T-shirts. Uh, he's inspired a lot of our anglers. Uh, he even uh, helped us, not helped us, but... Uh, Tuna. We have tuna in the tournament this year, yeah. and, and and Rob has offered five hundred dollars to the largest tuna. So we've well, already got people out there fishing for him. Well, John, we've already mentioned that Harry uh, Akuda is in the lead. Uh, tell us about the lead in the yellowtail division and uh, the other divisions. Yeah, uh, uh, Chiapa. Um, uh, yeah, is in the lead of the. Uh, the Yellowtail Division with a 32, uh, Shane, Shane Chiapa with a 32-ounce, uh, I believe, I think it's 11-ounce. Okay. 32-pound, 11-ounce Yellowtail, and he's also in the lead for today, for this weekend with a 31-pound Yellowtail. Wow. For the weekend price. All right. Hey, uh, you know, John, unfortunately, uh, uh, we got to jump off the line over here uh, for uh, complete uh, standings and how to get involved with the Yellowtail Derby. Where can people go? Yeah, yellowtailderby.com and see everything there, all the updated uh, leaderboards, uh, and they can, they can uh, join online as well. Okay, and Captain uh, Rob Butler, uh, to find out more about Towboat U.S. San Diego, where's the place where people can go? That would be uh, TowboatUSSanDiego.com. All right. Hey, uh, John, uh, thanks for being with us. Captain uh, Rob Butler, thank you also. Uh, I'm just sorry, man, we've run out of time tonight. But uh, I know we'll be talking more about the subject in later weeks. You bet. All the best. All right. Thank you. 
Hey, Stan, that's it yes, for sir. tonight. Man, we had way too much show. It just couldn't fit it all in one package. Thanks a lot, sir. It happened again. Yeah. Hey, and you listeners, thank you very much for listening. So on behalf of Jorge on our AM540 studios, Ben Harvey, and always in great appreciation to Big Tuna Bill, Captain Ed and McHugh, thank you for the show that you left for us called Raw and Real Radio. So until next Sunday night, starting at 5.05 p.m. on AM540, listen to Raw and Real Radio. We look forward to seeing you out in the water. We're out for now. Good night, everybody. You ain't working anymore. Could be. There's your home.